looking down at our cell phone is it's going to cause, we're going to have a rash of neurological diseases stemming from that. You know, you have very sensitive neurological structures in the neck that go up into your brain. And when everyone is, you know, down like this, I mean, I am seeing a younger and younger cohort of patients, teenagers, and they're coming in and their necks are wrecked and they all have headaches, they have numbness, they have tingling. And when I x-ray their neck, it looks like I'm x-raying a 55-year-old and it's really not good. Welcome to The Ownership Game with Gary Montalbo. What would it take to get into the driver's seat of your life and leave your mark? The Ownership Game starts now. In today's episode, we're going to get into an area that I think many of us struggle to get an ownership of, our health. From the sedentary lifestyle that most of us are boxed into today, to a healthcare system that values profits over the patient, taking care of ourselves is getting increasingly more and more difficult and even hostile. And let's not even get into the incredible amount of misinformation out there that all just seems to contradict itself. So. To help us navigate these choppy waters, I thought I would speak to one of the members of my care team, Dr. Adam Friedman. Dr. Adam is a board-certified licensed chiropractic physician. He's one of the owners of Care Wellness Center, located in Margate, Florida. Care Wellness is this multidiscipline, holistic wellness facility. It includes everything from chiropractic care to acupuncture to physical therapy to vitamin injection therapy and a bunch of other stuff. It's basically a one-stop shop for your chronic wellness needs. In this conversation, we got into some of the challenges that we're facing today in navigating our health and wellness. And more specifically, what are some of the things that you can do to live a longer, healthier, and a more vigorous life? So the name of the podcast is The Ownership Game. And my vision for this podcast is that I give people inspiration, tools, knowledge to get an ownership of all aspects of their life, like, you know, whatever that looks like, but that they feel like they have some sense of responsibility and power that they can do something about whatever's not working in their life. And I wanted to talk to you because I, you know, health and wellness is one of those areas that I think people struggle with in feeling like an ownership. And I think there's three buckets and you tell me if there's more buckets for you, but I feel like there's a bucket of like the hardcore people, right? The ones that are deep down the rabbit hole, they're, they're, they are eating all the stuff, supplements, doing all the things, working out, probably your camp, right? Maybe. And then there's like a camp that's like, all right, they're not going to do like, no matter what you do, they're just not going to do it. Sure. Like They just don't, they don't care for whatever reason. And I think there's a big group in the middle. I'm going to put myself in that group who want to do the right things, but it's confusing. It's overwhelming. There's so much information out there, misinformation out there. um, And it just occurs daunting. And, and, 
and I, I, I wanted to bring you along because you know I, we've been working together for about three years now. I see you every week, Great. and you've been an amazing uh, resource in my life to to manage my health, manage my wellness. And I would love to just share and get into this topic so that we can give the listeners some power around this, you know, because I do think that it's like, ah. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so where should we start? I, I, I think let's start, you know, give us a little bit of your background. Tell us a little bit of, of what you do so the listeners get to know you and why they should pay attention to you and all that good stuff. Sure. Um, well, again, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, I'm super passionate about, uh, you know, the, the area of health and wellness. And, uh, you know, I'm an 18-year practicing chiropractor. Uh, I got my undergraduate degree uh, in psychology and sociology at Indiana University. I went on to get my doctorate degree uh, in chiropractic at Palmer College of Chiropractic in uh, beautiful Davenport, Iowa. Uh, I spent the first uh, 13 years of practice in Cleveland, Ohio, and, you know, I, uh, I moved down to South Florida about six years ago, uh, seeking a change and sunnier, you know, warmer weather. So, um, you know, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. For the listeners right now, it's like 19 degrees in Iowa right oh, now. Oh, gosh. It is like <laughs> negative temperatures in Ohio right now. So it's it's awful. So there's no sunlight. And, uh, you know, I just uh, I had an epiphany and, you know, packed up my stuff and uh, packed a U-Haul and drove down here. So uh, here I am and uh, couldn't be happier. Um, bought a, uh, a practice uh, about two and a half years ago. It's a, it's, uh, it's called care wellness center. It's in Margate, Florida, uh, as you know, and, uh, we're a multidisciplined alternative holistic healthcare facility. Um, we see a wide variety of people and a wide variety of conditions. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of success treating people. So, uh, I'm super passionate about what I do and uh you know I am you know I'm an educator first. I'm an educator first and uh that's what any good chiropractor will do. Um make sure that the patient is empowered and knows that uh you know this is one small step in in um the journey of getting you back to uh, optimal health. So chiropractic yeah. care is, you know, a small piece of that puzzle. I think it's a very yeah. integral part of that puzzle. Uh, I think you've uh, really seen the value of it and your body has responded to that. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to be able to help people without the use of drugs and surgery. So, yeah. Um, Something that's interesting about your practice, and I've never, I've never, you know, I've been to a lot of chiropractors over the years, sure. <laughs> a lot. And your practice is different because there is a holistic component. You you have, uh, you know, physical therapy. You have you do pressure point. You do, uh, the supplement shots. You have other doctors. Uh, you 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 have a a retired not a retired a, a former surgeon now. Yeah. You know, a uh, practice uh, uh um Eastern medicine. Yeah. Um. So. I guess talk about your philosophy in in why building the team and building the practice because it it 
what I can see is that it doesn't fit the traditional model of Western medicine that right. that I kind of can look at to the layman's eye. And I want to, I think it'd be interesting to dive into your 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 philosophy in that. You know, we're going down the rabbit hole now, which I love. Um, <laughs> so you know, we we treat people with chronic illness. You know. Our healthcare system has evolved uh, over time, and um, you know specifically with the pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, early on, uh, pharmaceuticals were very effective at treating uh, acute disease, uh, acute infections, and they were very effective at that. Uh, specifically with people that were six years and younger, um, and over time you know, through environmental toxins that we're now exposed to in modern society and all the stresses that we're under, um, these chronic illnesses have developed over time. And, you know, we're still kind of under the assumption that, you know, a pill is going to fix all of this. Uh, And unfortunately, um, that really doesn't work these days. Um, you know, chronic illness is due to multiple different factors. And what a pill does really is it just identifies and treats, you know, the symptom of that particular chronic illness. And it doesn't do anything to actually, you know, get to the root cause of it. Um, and I wanted to develop a facility that was able to you know, have a program for people that can really get to the root cause of the problem so people can live with vigor. Um, you know, we, we have longer life expectancies now uh, due to modern medicine. However, you know, that longer lifespan is, is really, you know, affected by uh, chronic illness. And we're treating these chronic illnesses a lot more as we age and we're not living to our fullest potential, we're not living with vigor. Um, and in, in any, in in our facility, you know, we're empowering people to, um, you know, give them the opportunity to live, uh, with, with more vigor, with more, um, life basically. And, uh, I don't think that our current healthcare system really does that to people because it's more like a pill for an ill type of thing. So uh, that's what we're mm-hmm. trying to do in our facility. I hope that makes sense. Um, it makes sense to me. I, I, I you know, because I do. I think, I think anybody listening can has had experiences with the healthcare system the way that it's designed right now. Not really taking care of them. I mean, I I find that if you have anything that doesn't fit into a nice little box that they can like just I immediately call it something and immediately give you a pill for it. Sure. They don't know what to do with you. Like they you will be bounced around, tested, probe, you know, is this, is yeah. this and, and and like nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. So I, I personally find myself frustrated by, by all of that. Sure. Um, we, you know, we encounter a lot of people that are frustrated and, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, with chronic illness, people are still, 
you know, seeking out, um, you know, medical physicians for these problems. And I have all the respect in the world for these people, but I truly believe that medical doctors are good for acute illness. And, you know, if you have a broken bone or God forbid you're bleeding from your head, you know, your life needs to be saved. And medical providers in an emergency setting, you know, are equipped and trained to do that. And that's the only time I'm, I ever want to see myself in a hospital is if God forbid mm-hmm. I have like an illness or a medical emergency where modern medicine can be used to save my life. But those same medicines in no way, shape or form treat chronic illness effectively. Because if you're on mm-hmm. one pill for something, there's going to be a symptom to that pill. There's going to be a side effect to that pill. Excuse me, not symptom. There's going to be a side effect to that pill. So they're going to put you on another pill to treat that side effect. And then you're going to get another side effect from that second pill. And they're going to put you on more and more pills. So it's just a vicious cycle. So getting to the root cause of these problems through you know, environmental factors, lifestyle, uh, and a variety of other things is truly what people are seeking out now. And that's what we can provide with our team of chiropractors, acupuncturists, physical therapists, and yes, a 20-year practicing surgical oncologist that got sick of taking out tumors and was like, you know what? I want to practice Eastern medicine. I actually want to get people well. So, yeah. Who's also my acupuncturist. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. She's fantastic. We're we're really lucky to have her. So, um, okay. I'm trying to. There's so many different ways we can go in this conversation. I, you know, I I had a question about what would fall under chronic illness, just for people who, because I have a feeling that some people would be listening to this and not necessarily even know that their symptoms would fall under a chronic illness. Sure. Is there like a, can you, can you I mean, like shoot off a couple? 95% of the patients that come into my office have high blood pressure, have some type of thyroid disease, have some, you know, history of, uh, uh, of cancer in their family, heart disease, you know, in their family. So, you know, these are the more chronic illnesses, you know, gallbladder problems, uh, you know, renal problems, kidney problems. Uh, but those are, you know, the typical things. And then we go into the mental health side of it with chronic illnesses, you know, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. Uh, these are things that, you know, more and more people are seeking out the help, you know, of chiropractors and acupuncturists to, you know, really calm down that, that overactivity of their nervous system. So, uh, these are the chronic illnesses um, that we're seeing. Diabetes, excuse me, I forgot diabetes. Uh, you know, diabetes is the biggest one, you know, uh, yeah. and it's all related to um, what we're eating, really. So it all comes down to to lifestyle. And unfortunately, you know, medical physicians are just not trained in in, in talking or educating people or even knowing themselves you know, how to make these changes in your lifestyle to reduce mm-hmm. the chances of chronic illness. Just yeah. wait until you get it and now we'll treat it. It doesn't make any sense yeah. to me at all. Okay. So I think a lot of people are going to have questions about what does chiropractic care 
have to do with all of those diseases, that you, diabetes, and all that. So, sure. I, I think let's 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 break down why or how chiropractic care and acupuncture actually impact sure those those diseases. Listen, I, I I don't claim to treat any of these diseases. You know, I as a chiropractor, like I said earlier in the podcast, you know, I am a piece of what I term you know a healthy lifestyle, along with proper sleep proper diet, exercise, sunlight exposure, and, you know, proper supplementation when needed. So, you know, there are multiple aspects of a healthy lifestyle. Chiropractors, you know, we treat the engine of the body, the brain and the spinal cord, you know, the brain and the spinal cord make up the central nervous system. The central nervous system controls every cell, every muscle, every tissue, and it has a direct impact on all of your vital organs. Your brain needs to tell what your vital organs to do. And if there is any type of interference of that signal from your brain to your spinal cord, to your spinal nerve roots, and then to those cells, then your body is not going to function optimally. And your body is not going to adapt to stress as easily. The body breaks down over time. And the beauty of chiropractic care is that it makes our body more adaptable to stress. Now, 95% of people, you know, equate us to pain, headaches, numbness, tingling, car accidents. It's very mm -hmm. effective for that. It's very effective for that. But you're just scratching the surface. So, at, you know, in my office, you know, we, 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 we're focused on those things because if we can't get rid of those things, you know, people aren't really going to put two and two together in terms, oh, well, man, I'm sleeping better now. My headaches are gone. You know, I'm digesting food better. Uh, you know, these types of things that I hear all the time from patients saying, man, I didn't expect that, but now I'm experiencing that. Acupuncture is the same way. It makes sure that the flow of energy is, 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 is strong and it's powerful. You know, we want to get back to a state of equilibrium and rest in the body. We can't always be on. And if we're always on, and if we're always on that kind of fight or flight, fight or flight mode, your body's going to break yeah. down. Yeah. And I think it's such a good point because, you know, we were not designed to be as stimulated as we are right now. Absolutely. Like, we have a device in front of us, like, 90% of the day now, whether it's a TV, a computer, a phone, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, some kind of console. And we're just constantly getting information constantly. So I, it, it, the way that we used to take care of ourselves, it doesn't apply anymore. Yeah. And I think you have to start to grab these tools, new tools and add them to your tool bag. We're inside. And I think we're inside. Most uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Not in the sun. Yeah, everyone's scared of the sun, and it's the most powerful vitamin out there. It's natural and it's free. Yes, you can't stand on Fort Lauderdale Beach at three in the afternoon like like this, as you can see from all the light on me. I'm, I, you know, I'm I'm pretty fair skinned, but you know, you still need to get that sunlight for that vitamin D absorption. It is really, you know, it's it's vital to. To health, and I know I've said this word a hundred times, vigor. You know, so yeah, 
No, no. I, I, I think it's worth repeating that word as many times as possible because I do... I feel like a lot of people are just sort of getting by surviving and, you know, they, they, they live with the pain and it's just like, okay, that's just how it is. My foot hurts, my back hurts, my, and you go through it every day. And there are tools out there available for you if you, you know, do a little research and get in action. And I think so many people are missing the mark on, um, you know, things like chiropractic care and acupuncture and, and more, uh, Eastern medicine that's been around for far longer than some of the (laughs) stuff that we're doing here in the East. That's why it's called modern medicine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but whatever. Which, you know, yeah. not to knock it down all the time. Yeah. There's times where we need it. Um, so okay, so we talked about um we talked about sun care. Mm-hmm. What, you know, I think the biggest, I mean, I think there's some the obvious ones, right? Like sleep, exercise. Sure. Um, you know, I think Food is probably the most mysterious one or the 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 one that's the hardest to at least personally for me wrap my head around yeah. because even when you think you're eating something healthy you're not uh there's so much information misinformation out there about what's good for you what's not and you know I don't know if you can wrap this up in some kind of a bow, but i I would like to give the listeners some tips or tools like as to how to manage their food or try to at least improve what they're eating without overwhelming the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me preface by saying that you know everyone's gut is different. Everyone absorbs food differently and everyone responds to different foods differently. I'm, I'm going to start by saying that. First off, okay. you know, water. You got to have filtered water. You cannot be drinking tap water. That is the mm. first thing that people need to change. You know, I drink, we drink, you know, reverse osmosis water uh, in, in, in our household. Uh, I'll add a little lemon or lime in the morning to that. Uh, to detoxify my system in the morning. I always start my day off with a little warm lemon water and a little collagen um, and just get rid, you know, if you're drinking water from the tap, that's the first thing that people should eliminate. Um, And just by doing that, they'll probably feel 10 times better. Um, Okay. So don't drink tap water. Like you could filter the water. Is that like, is it? I mean, listen, there, there's, the filters out there today, like I'm not going to tell you like to, that a Brita filter okay. is good enough because it's not. Um, okay, got oh, it. Uh, a reverse osmosis filtration system, hydrogen water, you know, stuff like that. You know, you're going to want to spend a little okay. money on on a on a filtered water system, and and that's the first thing that people should do if they're like really, you know, stressed out about what's going into their body. Um, and the second thing is, in, you know, in my opinion, is to limit processed foods and sugar, you know, to really limit those two things. You know, if you, if you eliminate processed foods out of your diet, now, yes, if you eliminate processed foods, now we're talking about a time commitment issue. We're talking about how do I cook? How do I prepare these foods? You know, how do I do that? That is the biggest obstacle. So getting a schedule, prepping the food, 
yes, you're going to have to put some time into it. There's no getting around yeah. it. Do you value your health? Because your health is your greatest asset. And what goes into your body is the most important thing that you're doing on a daily basis, three, six times a day, whatever, however many times you're eating. So um, in my opinion, that time is, is well spent. Some people would disagree with me, um, you know, but those are the things. Processed food, eating whole foods, and eliminating sugar. Eliminating sugar is a lofty goal for a lot of people, and I understand that, you know. Um, you know, fruit is my substitute for anything, you know, chocolatey or cakes or, you know, any of that stuff. Um, but fruit, you also kind of have to keep an eye on. You can't just indulge in fruit as well. So um, mm -hmm. getting rid of the so, foods is, is really important. So I, I know you're not a, a nutritionist. So I'm putting you a little bit on the spot here, but I do have a question about this. So is it like any... So a lot of what I'm seeing too is replacements for sugar. So, cause, cause like I have a sweet tooth, that's where right. I get in trouble. Like I, I love me cookies. I love me some cake and all yeah. that. But for example, I have a friend who bakes and he doesn't use sugar and he doesn't use, uh, he uses almond flour instead. And he uses, uh, dates to sweeten the thing. Yeah. And he, like he really goes out of his way to make sure that this is, is that stuff okay? Yeah. yeah is it like you just can't use uh, yeah. artificial sweeteners, you know, dates, monk fruits, okay. uh, you know, that stuff. But even, you know, I don't use any of that stuff. I mean, personally, yeah. uh, dates I love. You know, dates you can use to sweeten up a lot of things. Dates are, you know, something uh that I you know I, I personally love. I don't eat too much of them, uh just because if I if I start eating those things, it's you know, and if you consume too much dates, it's it's sugar. So you know that can that negatively impacts me. So um, yeah, yeah, you know, I keep it me personally. You know, I'm on more of a what would be termed an animal based diet. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and, and my body just responds better to red meat, and that can be surprising to a lot of people. But you know, I eat very high quality. Red meat. I mean, I'm grass fed, grass finished ground beef is like 95% of my diet because that's how my body works. That's the best that I feel. Um, and the better you feel, most likely what's going on underneath is functioning appropriately. Yeah, that's me personally. And I think for anyone, for anyone listening, if you because I do think the idea of cutting out all processed food and all sugars can be daunting overwhelming unrealistic sure. fill in the blank like whatever right but i think the question also is okay well maybe you can't cut it all out but what can you cut out like you know can you take it to if you're doing it every day can you take it to three days a week sure. you know can you take it to two can you what what can you do uh, you know because i i i'm in my coaching i really try to meet people where they're at and i really try to go okay how can you train yourself to do this because we have this expectation that we should just be able to be masterful and like, ah, like I'm going to be super healthy starting tomorrow. Yeah. Probably not, right? Probably it's going to be a process that you work on, that you develop a daily practice. Um, 
you know, and even even for example, like I'll still have my cookies, but I do go get my acupuncture and my and my and my chiropractic care every, you know, I do do exercises a few times a week. Like there are some things that I can do as staples yeah. to anchor me and give me some skin in the game at least so that I can at least, you know, have some something happening. Uh you know, so anyway, I, I yeah. just wanted to say that because I yeah, feel balance, <laughs> man. I mean, you know, when you say the word balance, I mean, me personally, you know, there is some balance. You know, me and my, my fiance and I, we, we will go out um, occasionally and we'll go to a restaurant. And we'll eat. We'll both be very aware of what we're eating at the restaurant, you know, because you just you have no idea what's in the food in restaurants. You just have no idea that. Yeah. You just don't know. So. Um, you know, a lot of restaurants cook in seed oils and, you know, me personally, I don't, I don't consume any seed oils. It, I, you know, I, 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 I've seen enough research to know that these oils are detrimental to our health and specifically our cardiovascular system. So, um, you know, balance is a good term, but you should <laughs> balance is a tricky term. All right. You know, if, if someone's like, oh, well then I can cheat two times a week and you know well yeah but that's two meals not two whole days because now you're talking about six meals and that's no that's not okay that will that will negatively impact your health over time so um mm -hmm. listen man there are so many ways whole food i mean me personally i think my food tastes better than most restaurants out there, you know, <laughs> me personally, you know, that's just me. I, I like the way I cook. I, you know, I, I, I like the food that I prepare. Um, you know, some people like crazy, you know, I, you know, but most people don't have the basic idea of how to do that at home. So, um, balance is good for your mental health. Balance is good. Um, but you gotta be careful with that too. Yeah. Can we get into um, how? Get into anything you want, Gary. <laughs> some of this food it it helps it ages you, and some of it helps you not age. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about that and 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 sure give us your your there you know there's wisdom. a big difference between your chronological age and your biological age. You know, your chronological age is, you know, the number associated with your, you know, your age, your biological age is how much we use up our organ reserve, how much we're using, you know, our organs and how well they're functioning and how much we have left of our organs as we, as we age. Uh, so our biological age is mainly determined by the lifestyle choices that each individual makes. And I am more and more passionate about that with everyone that comes into my office because I know that if my patients are going out and just loading themselves up with toxic food, toxic environmental stresses, they're not going to respond to my care. All right. We're conservative healthcare providers. So it is a, you know, there is accountability on the patient. The patient needs to be accountable because we're only seeing them for like 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And the rest of that time, they're on their own. So food is absolutely, you know, 
directly correlated with our biological age and how much we are depleting our organ reserves over time. And the more you deplete your organ reserves over time, your biological age is going to increase. We all know people that look much older than what they are. And we also know people that look a lot younger than they are. You know, I mean, I'm 46 years old. I don't think I look 46 years old. And I believe very, I don't, no, no, I don't believe. I know that that's the result of the last 25 years of my life, you know, being very conscious about, you know, how I live on a daily basis, including what I'm putting into my mouth. So did that answer your know question? You 46. Did I get, did yeah, I get it away does. from it? It I, does. Are there, are there, so, so it, it's, the foods that age us in general would be sugar. the just the toxic stuff, like the sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Ugh, sugar. Every chronic illness feeds on sugar. Any any change or damage to our DNA at the at the most cellular level is the result mainly, in my opinion, of sugar. Sugar is like a breeding ground for chronic illness, specifically cancer and diabetes. So yeah, man, unfortunately it is it is the most addictive substance on the face of the planet. So it's addictive. more addictive than cocaine, it's more addictive than cigarette smoking, it's more addictive than heroin by like a thousand times. It is extraordinarily addictive. Even in the form of fruits, even in the form of fructose, it's addictive. So um that's my opinion. My opinion is that if people really limited their sugar consumption in all forms, yeah, you know, berries and stuff like that, you know, that's all good. You're not going to die from eating an orange or an apple. I'm not saying that, you know, that's not <laughs> no. what I'm saying. Uh, I, think, I think the listeners will understand what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. You just really need to limit the sugar intake and some people are either, you know, you, you'll hear the people say, well, you got to live. I understand that. And I substitute sugar for other things that make me, you know, that satisfy me, that satiate me and get rid of that craving. So, um, you know, that's my, my opinion on that. I, I've had experiences where I have detox from sugar, oh, yeah. where I will stop eating sugar and, my body literally goes through detox. Oh, like yeah. I have headaches. I feel awful. Mm -hmm. I am Can't sleep. I mean, it's it, it, it's like three days of hell. Yeah. Until you really and all it takes is one. Yep. Taste of it, and then it's done. And then you got to do the whole thing again. <laughs> it's done. And it's funny you say that because over the holidays, you know, my staff knows like. They barely see me eating, you know, they, they rarely see me like eating anything uh, that's, that's not healthy. And over the holidays, you know, we have tons of uh, patients that bring us all these treats and snacks and homemade cookies and all this stuff, you know. So, you know, one day, one day, you I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. And my staff was like, who are you? You know, what have you done with Dr. Friedman? <laughs> and, uh, you know, one piece, you know, one piece of that crumble cookie. And I'm like, okay, it's over. 
And, you know, I had homemade cookies from patients that were amazing. So one day, yeah, I ate probably nine pieces of, you know, candy or, or cookies at the end of a shift. And of course that night, you know, my fiance has to, you know, hear me like, Oh my God, you know, and you wake up the next day and it's like, I'm hungover. I'm like hungover. And that never happens to me when I'm eating the foods that I typically eat. So I don't understand how people do that day in and day out. I don't get that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how it's because you you operating sluggish becomes your normal. Yeah. And operating with the chronic pain, as we talked about before, oper- it becomes your normal. And it, it you just get used to it. And you think that that is what, what life is like, or this is normal or whatever, which is why that word vitality that you keep using is what's a bigger, bigger, <laughs> bigger. Thank yeah. you. Vigor. It's, it, it hits when you say it, because I do think that most people are not living that way when it comes to their body, their wellness, their, you know, their care. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame, really, yeah. because our life expectancy has obviously, you know, grown over a period of time just with basic, you know, sanitation practices. But yeah. not, you know, the longer that we're living, we're all living with chronic pain, chronic illness, chronic disease, and everyone is just going to doctors in their when when they're supposed to be, you know, enjoying the fruits of their labor. You know, we're working yeah. for what, 60, 65 years, or if you're lucky, or if you're, you know, before that, but then you have about hopefully 15 to 20 years to retire and enjoy, but you're busy going to, mm-hmm. most people are busy going to doctors because their bodies are so <laughs> broken down at that point. So what's the point? So, yeah. you know, it just, listen. As a chiropractor, you know, we, we make the dentist example all the time. We, we, we make that, that parallel all the time. People take care of their teeth because they see it. They see their teeth. Your mm-hmm, teeth start to mm-hmm. decay. You notice it and you want to take action because, you know, people don't like looking at people with gritty, grindy teeth. Your mm-hmm. spine does the same exact thing over time. It decays. It decays. It gets jagged. It gets... There's arthritis that forms and people don't see it until they come to a chiropractor. They're in pain, in chronic pain. And then they're like, oh, this just happened two weeks ago. And then I take an x-ray of them and they're just wrecked in their x-ray. Yeah, Mr. Jones, this didn't happen two weeks ago. That just is where you, you know, plunged off the cliff. And now you're here. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, and when they come to me in distress, when they come to me, you know, oh, business isn't working. I don't know. Like everything's a mess. I'm losing. One of the first things I inspect is their self-care. Yeah. Like what, how are you taking care of yourself? Are you, are you stepping outside? Are you, are you, and, and, and it is without fail, always one of the symptoms of their business not working out. Mm -hmm. Because when, you know, and entrepreneurs are notorious with this, they're, they, they, part of it is that, you know, it's your business, you love what you're doing, you, you know, it's fulfilling and all of that stuff. So it's easy to just keep grinding 
and not and and not stop to go wait a minute am i eating right am i you know yes it's my baby but if i keep eating doritos for lunch every day right you know if i if i keep putting 16 hour days every day and not uh stepping outside and going for a walk if i you know it it always 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 backfires and and takes them out of the game because now they have to actually go put themselves together for a week or two so they can even start working again because they're so messed up you know, from their mental health, from their, from the thing. So, so it, 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 it's, it's really important and not, not just for, I think what I'm trying to say is that it it really shows up in all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, when you, when your health is not right, you're not right at home. You're not right at your business. You're not right at your job. Like you're just not getting the best out of you for life. Mm -hmm. Um, So the stuff is really, really important. Um, And I hope that we, have inspired somebody to you know put the cookie down i don't know i'm gonna go i'm gonna go put the cookie down you know it's it's you know it's it's what, what do you want to it's a little bit of discipline. Yeah. it's a little bit of listen it just makes me feel like to be honest with you yeah if i eat those things it makes me feel like and it, it's just not worth it to me anymore yes i will indulge from time to time but I know, and my fiance knows that I'm bitching yeah. and moaning because my stomach is a lot, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and if you if if you stop and you take it out, you will have that experience that Dr. Adam is talking about. Yeah. Because most people, I'm I, I'm sure the normal person is like, I don't get like that when I have a cookie. I'm like, you do. You're just so numb to it that right. you can't tell. But if you actually take it out and clean your system, you will feel that right. that that hit that he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, some um, people don't respond negatively like that, of course, you know. But overall, it's just it's leading to something down the line. You know, you're just more yeah. susceptible to stuff. Yeah. So I'm personally getting recommitted. Well, good. <laughs> good man. I'm getting recommitted to the sugar. That honestly, that's my that's my jam. I mean, I'm pretty good with my self-care. It's the it's the sugar aspect and the food aspect that I struggle with. Yeah. Listen, um, man, you don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, you've been getting chiropractic care for three years and you know, obviously I'm 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 slightly biased with that, but your brain and your spinal cord, you know, they're the they're the, they're the engine of your body. Everybody should be seeking out chiropractic care. I don't care if you're in pain. I don't care if you're five years old. I don't care if you're 95 years old. Find a good chiropractor. Find a good mechanic for your body because we're all exposed to environmental, chemical, and physical stresses until the day that we are laying horizontally permanently. That stuff never yeah. ends. And chiropractic care is a beautiful thing when it comes to undoing those stresses on the body. Because I don't want to see you when you fall off that cliff because I'm only going to be able to get you back to a certain point. So listen to the little things. Listen. You viewers should listen to the, oh, I can't, I can't move my neck as much or I can't bend forward as much. That is a warning sign. It's a warning sign yeah. that you need to get checked. And that you should start being more, think about your health and well-being in a more proactive manner as opposed to this allopathic model that we have that is good for traumatic injury or acute illness. It's not good for 
keeping people healthy and well and living life to the fullest. And that's what we do as chiropractors. So that's what I love it. Something I did want to ask you that I, before you go, because I forgot about this. I, I read something like sitting is the new smoking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like, and, and I do like, there's, you know, first of all, like, yeah. Right. So you're always like, you always have your neck like yeah. this now. Right. And, and we do, we spend so much time sitting down. So I guess ha- like, talk to me about that and how that's playing a role because you talked about, that's two, also- yeah, you talked about two important things there. Looking down at our cell phone is, it's going to cause, we're going to have a rash of neurological diseases stemming from that. You know, you have very sensitive neurological structures in the neck that go up into your brain. And when everyone is, you know, down like this, I mean, I am seeing a younger and younger cohort of patients, teenagers, and they're coming in and their necks are wrecked. And they all have headaches, they have numbness, they have tingling. And when I x-ray their neck, it looks like I'm x-raying a 55-year-old. And it's really not good. So if I could tell everyone that's listening two very important things, okay? Look down with your eyes. Look down with your eyes. We have two eyes. Use them. Do not look down with your head. If you bring your cell phone up like this, it looks like I'm recording you. It looks like I'm a creep. Yes. All right. So try to look down at your cell phone with your eyes and not your head. Sitting, absolutely. I don't care if you buy a $1,000 chair or if you have a $20 chair. It is sitting is smoking for your spine. It is a compressive force on the spine and it's not good. So sit stand desks are ideal. All right. For people that, you know, more and more people are working from home these days. So sit stand desks are important and get yeah my my mine has a little a little hydraulic situation happening. <laughs> you know, try to be eye level with things. You know, don't be not, not be looking down all the time. If you're looking down all the time, it is not only going to cause neck pain and headaches and not, it's gonna it's gonna crash your energy. It's actually gonna have a negative impact on your blood pressure, believe it or not, um, and a variety of other things. So. You know, sit stand. If you're working from home, take a break every 30 minutes. Walk around the house, take a lap, go outside real quick. Obviously, we're in South Florida, so it's a little easier for us to do that. Um, but just yeah, don't sitting for more than 30 minutes at a time, you're doing your spine an injustice, basically. So you heard it here first. That's right. Thank you, Dr. Adam. Appreciate Love it. to have you back on the show. It's, it's, you were a great, great, great guest. This is it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. And, you know, thanks for being such a great patient. We really appreciate you at the office. And uh, hopefully this inspires, you know, other people to start taking uh, control of their own health and well-being. Because your health and wellness is truly your responsibility. And it's, it's up to you. So I appreciate it. I think for many of us, today's topic can be overwhelming. Not only is it a lot of information that can be dense and confusing if you don't have a medical degree, it's often information that contradicts what we've previously been taught. We also have to acknowledge that it requires a great deal of effort, time, and money to do things like avoid processed foods, get a standing desk, or invest in weekly chiropractic care like I do. 
It's a privilege that many simply don't have, especially in marginalized communities. But with that being said, if you're willing to get an ownership, there are some simple and free daily practices that you can start to implement that will start to make a significant impact on your overall health and wellness. Going for a walk, taking in some sunlight, standing up and stretching every 30 minutes, taking the stairs, opting for a piece of fruit over the cookie when it's available. These are all simple and not very time-consuming things that you can introduce into your daily routines. Just start by adding one practice. And little by little, as you get the hang of it, add another and then another. Many of us come from life experiences where paying attention to this was frivolous or just a luxury that you could not afford. But the question I want to leave you with is, how much is it costing you not to pay attention to this stuff? And what's the compounding interest on that debt? As always, thank you for joining me today. I'll see you next week.